Hello, New Jersey Devils fans, and welcome to the Locked On Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Julia Kender, and I'm here to bring you the latest and greatest in all things Devils news, opinion, and analytics. Don't forget, you can subscribe to Locked On Devils on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you receive your podcasts so that you don't miss an episode. So today I had the absolute pleasure of talking to Jeff Ulmer, who is an SB Nation contributor about the Binghamton Devils. He honestly knows so much, if not everything, about the B-Devs, and he brought so much to the table for this interview um he just was a pleasure to talk to and he offered so much good insight on different prospects um namely Nick Merkley who I brought up in my podcast on Monday um about how he looked so good on the ice um back on Friday against the Phantoms and yeah uh Jeff Ulmer talked about Nick Merkley kind of being, you know, doing all that he could have done in the AHL and how he thinks he's going to get a look in the NHL coming up, which I think would be huge and beneficial because Mikey McLeod hasn't been doing as much in the NHL as we were expecting. Um, So I think that changing it up, giving Nick Merkley a look would be really, uh, really important for the Devils. I think it could really change how their lineup is um, just in general in terms of energy and, you know, give some of the lines a bit of a jump. Um, So I think that that is really something that's crucial coming up and um, it's something Jeff and I talked about. So stay tuned to hear about Nick Merkley and so much more. We talked about goalies. We talked about the second half of the season. So Just get ready and listen to our lovely little interview. It was so much fun, and I'm really happy that I got the chance to do this for you guys. Um, So I want to open up with what you've seen from Nick Merkley since the trade, um, because I saw him against the Phantoms, and I was pretty impressed with what I was seeing. So I just want to get your take on Nick. Um. As far as Merkley, he's a very polished center. Moved to the wing with uh, on the first line with Sharon Goldberg-Sincini, and that's been working out great for him, and also on the top power play unit. But um, has 10 points in 12 games, and uh, he's, a, he's a very strong skater and excellent with the, with the puck, and uh, a little on the smaller side, but uh, he's fit in fine with this team. Um, do you think that there's any chance that he gets a look with the NHL coming up uh, the second half of the season or even the beginning of next season? I believe it'll be shortly. He's, he's just about done all he can do in the NHL. I don't think there's any more development in his case, so I would definitely see a second half call-up by New Jersey at some point. Um, speaking of call-ups, um, Mikey McLeod's been kind of their go-to guy. What do you think has contributed to him being their go-to call-up? 
find out what to do with him. Um, he's been with the system for a while now. He's played the majority of his career down in Binghamton. So uh, I think he's getting a good, solid look here and decide what his future is. Um, he's improved this year, but um, I don't know. It's just he's a very good skater, but he just sometimes falls short when carrying out the puck. But um, I think New Jersey's just going to see what to do with him and give him a solid look in the second half and decide on his future. Do you think that there's a chance that he is a career AHLer, or do you think he makes it in the NHL? It's a tough question. He could be a career AHLer. Um, I don't know how well he's done in the NHL, but I, I haven't heard too many positive things, so he could be a tweener here and just stick with the AHL. Yeah, I mean, I kind of followed Mikey McLeod when he was in Mississauga, um, and then when he played for Team Canada at World Juniors. And even at World Juniors, he was kind of like the odd man out. Um, yes. So he's never really been that star. Um, and I don't know if he if he has potential to be, and it's a little worrying since they drafted him so high. Right. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm. I don't know. It's it kind of reminds me of John Quenneville last year or, or Lappin. They're just they're very good in NHL, but they're not ready to make that next step forward. I don't think that leap up to the NHL. And he might he might just be an NHL great player, and that'd be it. And cops here and there, but I don't see him as an everyday NHLer to be honest with you okay um if you had to pick somebody to get called up after the break um anybody on Binghamton who would you choose I would give uh Joey Anderson a try I know he was up there a little bit last year before his injury came but he's been uh pretty solid for us this year and uh I would give him a try I would wait on Mikhail Maltsev and um, Fabian Zetterlin give them another year down in the AHL. Uh, maybe a look see here towards the end, but um, of all the players, I think Anderson's just about ready. Yeah. Um, I was actually talking to somebody about Anderson the other day uh, who said the same thing because he did have a good look last year. He didn't look terrible in the NHL. He didn't look bad, in my opinion. So I think that it would be – it would be good to call him up. He's done a lot in the AHL this season. So, yeah, I completely agree. He's been um, – he's also playing a top power play unit too. And... Um, okay, switching gears here. Um, so I kind of want to talk about goaltenders a bit because it's been a bit of a carousel lately um so who do you really expect to stay in Binghamton well I think Schneider's Corey Schneider's got to be here for the long haul the second half I think he uh he was playing very well the last four games for us and he got a shot again just recently from New Jersey and has been sent back down so I think Schneider's going to be here uh Jill Shen will be here and Cormier even Cormier will be sent to uh Adirondack of the ECHL. So I think we're going to be going with Shen and Schneider the rest of the season. Okay. Um, I was toying with the idea of the fact that Domingue hasn't been great. And I was like, oh, maybe Schneider might be able to be that person and be the backup that we want him to be. But with the way that he played uh, against Columbus, it just it's just looking rough right now. Yeah, and you have to remember, Domingue has to 
clear waivers if he's sent down, and I'm sure someone's going to pick him up for a run. So right. I don't know if he's going to be able to clear that. That's the big concern that we're having. Right, I completely so, forgot about that. So he might be sticking up top with Blackwood for the rest of the season. Yeah. What do you? Uh, what are your opinions on Blackwood? I was a little skeptical being called up early on in his career, but it's it's played out okay. I, I, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more time in AHL in his development. Seems like he gets spot on, and other times he's having a rough go at it. So there's one thing New Jersey hasn't done. They've rushed the prospects. It's, it's good to see. They want him to develop, and maybe Blackwood was pushed just a little too, too young in his career, but... I think it'll play out okay, and I, I do like Blackwood in this style. And I think he's gonna be a fine NHL goalie. Do you think that he might end up being a franchise goalie for the Devils? I would hope so. If they're smart, you know, he's young enough, and they he's got some time on his hands. I I would hope so, but you know, don't overplay him and be careful of the injuries and whatnot, and and see how it plays out. But I would give Domingue the majority of the of the playing time and that as long as he stay, stays healthy yeah um that's something i talked about a lot um when john hines was still coaching was that he played blackwood and back-to-backs so much yeah that was a problem down in bamps and there's playing back to back some goalies can handle it and some cannot and, and blackwood mckenzie blackwood's one of those goalies that cannot play back to back it happens repeatedly in bamps and, and and like i said some some can do it and some can't. And Blackwood's not one of them that can. Yeah, um, it's a good thing that you know it's, it's a better thing to have goalies that are all healthy rather than all injured, which is what the Devils kind of saw recently. So I mean, I guess it's good to have the pick of you know four goalies, but um, maybe five goalies. Yeah, five goalies now. Um, right. But it's still a little. Um, concerning that you know Blackwood is so young and I I'm worried that if they play him too much he might get hurt like more frequently if that makes sense well the, you also remember they were relying on Corey Schneider for the last for this season next season being paid six million per so I think they're going to, into that with him and then Blackwood just ease him into the lineup eventually uh, when Corey started to struggle and his, and his hip went and kind of plan went out the window so it's kind of up in the air, like you're mentioning for both clubs right now. But I, I, I don't know how if Schneider can play out great for down here and then maybe get a call up. Or I don't see him playing next year for the Devils organization. They're probably going to buy him out over the summer. Yeah, um, it's rough because Schneider did a lot of good for this organization. So yeah. it's it's rough to see that happen. Yeah, I I, I see the fan base in there. You know, they're rooting for him, but just I just don't. I think that hip is going to be an ongoing issue as long as he plays it out. But I I know he enjoys playing hockey, and I I'm glad he's here. And I'm he probably wishes he was in the NHL, but he's got a good attitude down here, and it's, it hasn't rubbed off in the wrong way. So that's good to see. Yeah, and he's really been playing well in the AHL. Um, and I mean, I have to imagine that when you're playing good hockey, your your mood's lifted more. You know. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Same with the team when they're on a eight-game winning streak and everyone's coming to the rink all smiles and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, winning cures all the ills, that's for sure. 
Yeah, that was great. That eighth eight game win streak uh, got them out of eighth place in the North too. So that was really positive. Yeah, the team's gelled. It's finally come together. Uh, they're buying into the system, whatever system they're playing now. It hasn't changed much since Hines been released. Uh, but Coach Denny, he has a he has a good blueprint on this team. He just sometimes questioning his uh, lineup uh, suggestions and sitting out certain players at certain times, but who am I going to question him? And he's, he's been a pretty decent coach for us. Um, I have one last question, um, and it's about Boakfast, because he was sent down on what's presumed to be just a stint during this break. Um, what do you think – what good do you think it will do him, and what good do you think he's going to bring to the Devils, the B-Devils? I think he's going to bring some – good speed on the top six. I don't know where to probably fit in the first line with uh, Senior and Merkley. And um, he plays well with Merkley. You could see, you know, those two back in the NHL or Merkley for the first time in the NHL soon. So I think he's going to bring a good skill set. Um, he's a good skater and a uh, great skater. And uh, I think a little playing time down here will do him good. Yeah, he's been seeing a lot of fourth line minutes. Um, I think that he's better than a fourth liner I think that he deserves to be up a little higher but it's tricky they uh coach interim coach Nas has really been mixing the lines up as of lately and it hasn't been too consistent for Boquist but I think him getting consistent minutes in the AHL will be beneficial absolutely and, I, and actually the more time he spends down there the better off and get his confidence going and he'll be back but um, if he's just coming down for a few games, it's not really going to do too much. So I would hope you, he's down here for at least a couple weeks here. Yeah, I, I really am curious to see how long they keep him. Um, right. Because some people are like, oh, it's just the All-Star game. Some people think that it's going to be longer than that. So I'm really curious to see what happens from that. I guess it depends on how he you know, reacts down here with uh, the playing time. And, uh, you know, if he does well, then obviously they're going to give him another look. But if he's struggling, then... I think they should keep him down here for just a little bit longer than maybe just the, the break, the all-star break. Yeah. Um, and with Kyle Palmieri out, they, they're going to have to call somebody back up. So whether it's Boquist, whether it's Merkley getting a look, um, they're going to have to call somebody back up because Palmieri is out. So. I would give it to Merkley, to be honest with you. I mean, uh, he's deserved it. There's really not much more in his development he can accomplish in the AHL. I, I, he's got comfortable. It, it took him a little while to get going, but he's got ten points in twelve games for Bampton, and uh, you know I, I think he's I think he's ready. Yeah, I definitely do too. Um, all right, that is all I really have uh, to ask you. So I just thank you so much for taking the time. Sure, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. Thanks. Thanks. Okay, so that was the um, interview with Jeff. How'd you guys like it? (laughs) I know you can't answer right now, but definitely send me a tweet or something like that um, on Twitter at LockedOnDevils or at JK underscore Kender. I would love to hear your feedback for how that went um, and what you guys got out of it because I personally got a lot out of it. I don't know everything about the B-Devs. Um, I think I've been pretty honest with you guys about what I do and don't know. Um, 
And when I don't know something, I just, I don't know it. And I'll do my best to learn. Um, and I only know so much about the B-Devs. I don't watch them every night. It's not, they're, they're the AHL team to one of my, one of the teams I watch, you know? Um, so being able to get this insight for somebody who does know the team so well was so great for me. And it really, uh, helped me get a better understanding of the team. Um, and it's going to give me a better prospect report coming up. Um, I'm doing that this week as well because why not do a prospect report while I have the time uh, since I haven't started classes yet, which is wild. Uh, I don't start classes until Monday, so I figured I would do that for you guys while I have a little bit of time off still and while the team has some time off um, with the all-star game or, well, the all-star break and the bye week. So yeah, that is definitely something you can look forward to coming up. Um, something else that's going to be coming up is me doing some goaltending stuff. Um, it's been a wild ride of goaltenders. (laughs) It's not like too bad, but there's been a lot of call-ups, send-downs between the ECHL and the AHL, as well as the AHL and the NHL. So it's definitely something I want to touch base with and talk about goaltending in general. Um, Jeff Ulmer brought up a great point today about how Domingue would have to clear waivers in order to be sent down because earlier I had been talking about the fact that I think that maybe maybe Schneider and Domingue would be interchangeable uh, with the upcoming second half of the season but Jeff reminded me that you know waivers are a thing and he would have to clear them so that would be a little difficult so that's something else that I'm going to touch on in that podcast um just my general thoughts about the goaltending so far and what can come of it so yeah and other things to be expecting I had just to keep you on the loop I had a bit of an interview with a new co-host who might be starting next week. So you might be getting a new face and have a couple of faces to Locked on Devils rather than just one. Uh, I think that she's going to bring a lot to the table. She knows so much about the uh, NHL as a whole and I'm really excited to get to work with her. I've worked with her uh, in other aspects, uh, mostly our writing because both of us are sports journalists. Um, so that is something to look forward to for next week. Um, so rather than just Devils Hockey coming back, it's Devils Hockey coming back and Locked on Devils getting a new co-host. So exciting stuff happening here at Locked on Devils. Um, and yeah, so to wrap this up, this is my first interview that I've done for this podcast. So I want to hear how you guys, what you guys think of it. Um, and if you have any questions for Chris Wassel, who I'm having on the show Friday, please let me know. I would love to get those questions in, uh, sooner rather than later so I can kind of prepare my talking points and prepare my questions that I have for him as well. So if you have any questions for Chris Wassel, definitely check his Twitter out. Um, he is a really nice guy. And he knows a lot about Devil's Hockey. He is just 
really great, and I'm really excited to bring him on the show. He will offer a good, a lot of insight. I was going to say a good amount of insight and a lot of insight at the same time, and that's what came out of my mouth. Um, so hopefully, hopefully that interview goes as well as my interview with Jeff Ulmer um, to the point where I get a lot of content for you guys. That is the ultimate goal here, getting content for you guys, especially during this break. So hopefully you guys are pleased with it. Um, And if not, let me know. I'll I'll tailor this podcast more towards you guys if you want it that way. So let me know. And yeah, um, other than that, the Devils aren't playing anytime soon. Uh, Nico plays in the All-Star game, so maybe I'll do... um, next week a little all-star recap and we'll see what skills competitions and stuff he's entered in I have a feeling you know I was gonna say I have a feeling that he'd be in the um fastest skating just because he's he's a fast small guy but he has such deft hands that I have a feeling that he might be one of those like precision shooting things um I don't know I don't know what they're actually called but I think you guys know what I'm talking about like where they have to do the shots on the targets or the mini nets um like little skills like that because he's really good hands so maybe he'll we'll be seeing him there uh who knows um and I'll definitely recap it all for you on Monday so I hope you guys really enjoyed this one um I really hope you enjoy this week's content from me and I hope you guys are having a good break from hockey. Um, I don't know about you guys, but during this break from hockey, I watch all the other hockey games that I can. I watched the Winnipeg Carolina game, the Penguins Pittsburgh, nope, Penguins are in Pittsburgh, Penguins Flyers game. Um, I was keeping tabs on the Bruins uh, Las Vegas game. So when I am hockey deprived, I search for my hockey in any form that I can find. And I'm sure most of you are the same way. So if you have any thoughts on any of the games that happened tonight, um, well, I'm recording this Tuesday night. So if you have any thoughts on the games that happened Tuesday night, message me. We can talk about it. Um, I love hearing from you guys. All right, that is about it for me today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this one and have a good day. I will talk to you tomorrow.